at Pew Talk Podcast, we know that faith starts in the home. We also know that it can be difficult to take what we hear on Sunday and live it out in our homes the rest of the week. That's because information alone doesn't lead to growth and change. But information that's reflected on and put into practice is much more likely to lead to growth and change. Join us as we hear God's Word, reflect on it, and give practical starting points to help you live out your faith in your family and in your community. What is this? We're back. Hello. We're back. We're back. What? Yes. Oh We're yeah. We're still here. We're not giving up. Oh, <laughs> we, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There it is. There it is. So keep us down. I think we're back. No Mostly. Mostly. Maybe. I hope everybody can hear us. I don't know. I can hear I, you. I might, I might have forgot other. how to actually use any of this stuff. <laughs> not likely. So if you're out there in podcast land or Hello. actually it won't matter. Whatever. Wherever land. Yep. So uh how's everyone doing? We've been gone for what? Month? Ever. Over a month. Over yeah. a month. Yeah. A month? A month. Yeah, so it's been a while. Everybody's broken now. Yeah, we're broken. <laughs> We've been broken a while, but now it's confirmed. <laughs> oh, hold on. I got to yep. move you two because you're going to look at each other, then yeah. I have to Aww. do that. <laughs> Not looking away from you now. Yeah. <laughs> toward them mm-hmm. yeah there we go so uh Perfect. yeah everybody's broken everybody's not broken but everybody half of, three fifths of us are broken Lacey's mm-hmm. at home a little broken today Stacy's broken i'm broken paul and i'm, I'm 46 are... I'm, I'm consistently broken <laughs> yeah my shoulder isn't 100 percent, but it's not gonna be a surgery thing <laughs> yeah hold on to that as long as you can yeah mm-hmm. but we live in a broke we live in a broken we do world. we live in a broken sure. world thank you sin <laughs> come lord jesus now, here's a grand question. Would broken arms or anything like that exist if sin hadn't entered the picture? No. I no. say no. Easy. Done. We had this talk with Bennett after he broke his elbow. Mm. When I'm with Jesus, can I break my arm again? I don't think so. What? <laughs> I don't know. dry. Because that, for me, is like no, no sickness, no, no sadness. Crying. No, no more crying. No crying, so there wouldn't be pain, right? No. It says no more pain. I guess if we break our bones, it won't hurt. Or... <laughs> my shoulder's drooping a bit, but it doesn't but hurt. Then Jesus I'm not can cry. just like repair nope. <laughs> No. <laughs> I settle repair Is that what? Is that the way Jesus is? Probably. <laughs> yeah, magic sure. Wand. Magic wand. <laughs> I hope there's a little bit of I that. I did have a conversation <laughs> with somebody that was trying to tell me that um, heaven was going to be like a big worship service. We're just going to be praising all the time. And mm. I'm like, oh, you mean just like sitting in a cloud, just praising all the mm. time? Oh, okay. Mm. But, you know, I'm assuming we're going to have jobs and <laughs> stuff to do. <laughs> When when the new creation comes, when Jesus returns to make all things new, um, the best example that we have is what that looks like is going back to the Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve had jobs to do. Um, but like Adam worked the ground, but the ground worked with him. Like now when we work the ground, like I mean, if you look outside, um, the ground works against us, the weeds and the dead grass and all that. Everything I works against us. I couldn't us. even get the stakes in for the goals today. Like the ground was so hard. Yeah. I couldn't get those little metal stakes. Yep. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. So with the ground to work stakes. with us. So we yes. will probably have jobs. I won't. I'll be out of a job. Casey, you'll be out of a job. No, nah, we'll all um, jobs. There will be there will be no need for pastors or DCEs. Mm-hmm. Probably accountants though. Uh, we'll we'll need. <laughs> No, they won't no be yeah, I don't. I don't know what the. I don't. I, I mean, a lot of us, our jobs are fixing broken things, um, or, 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 or taxing them. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, or improving on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, I don't know what jobs will look like in the new creation, but we won't be. I, I do. I, I hear a lot of people like, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm really looking forward to heaven because I'm just going to sit in church for the rest. No. <laughs> well, they also have that same. Oh. They also have the same view that hell is a big party and everybody yeah. just kind of have. Yeah. Like, ah, you know, there's no joy really. So hell is the separation of from God. It is separation from God, and even even the evil people like they're when they're having fun when they're having that's I mean God is a fun God. Um, the, the real question I have is whether or not we'll be really good Wi-Fi. Mm. <laughs> just kidding. The I mean, follow-up question I have about jobs is what if your status is technically retired? I'm retired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, just but raising a bunch of children and retired <laughs> people have a lot more time to work the ground, don't they? Mm-hmm. They're they have some some of them have the best yards and the best gardens and we did lead our garden, but there also garden. won't be yeah. the concept of marriage and all that stuff either, right? So yep, um, we're getting into something like, that we want because uh, <laughs> this is not our topic. Um, here we are. What uh, so one of the very large differences between the Garden of Eden and the new creation is one of the purposes of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden was to be fruitful and multiply. Um, I, I don't, it, it doesn't seem like, and, and and Jesus pretty much comes out and says that that we will not be given or taken in marriage. Um, and so it doesn't look like there will be family units as we know them. Well, there's um, no celestial marriage. <laughs> uh, moving on, right past sister wives. And uh, I just read a book about Mormonism. So. Yeah, but I thought we'd get into yeah. nice underwear or something and then get a moon named after us or something? No, we turn into a galaxy or something, right? We, we become the god of our own galaxy, yes. Oh, yes. 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 Uh, just that last 30 seconds, please not do biblical. not, the not, biblical. not biblical, that was all sarcasm. Um, what is the sarcasm that you speak of? <laughs> yes. Uh, if you're That's reading the subtitles, topic. sorry, we did not put the sarcasm font in. Um is there a sarcasm font? No. Italic? Um, it, well, it just, it needs to put like the, you know, the two asterisks, asterisks mm. around sarcasm, then the phrase, and then end sarcasm. And then have a bunch of emojis afterwards of smiling and yeah, laughing. Yeah, like, haha, that was supposed to be funny. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm not funny, but it would be funny it if you, be, yeah. if we were in person, this would be hilarious. Yep. <laughs> You'd be laughing with us. So, Casey, um, since the last time we met, you went to Austin. Houston. Houston. Same state. <laughs> Same state. It's yeah. a big state. It is very. It's big. a really big state. Uh, we we took a bus. We our our high school youth got to go to the national youth gathering in the middle of July. Which would you believe that coming back from Houston made Fremont in the summer feel amazing? <laughs> like all of us stepped off the bus and it was it was one of those hot and humid days in, in the Midwest. But we were like, oh my gosh, it feels so dry up here. Yeah, it's been a dry heat yeah. up here. Yeah, 110 degrees this weekend, it was, <laughs> but it was a dry heat since it, it hasn't so- rained. It was so yeah. fun. Yeah. But, um, but it was, we got to go on down to Houston and worship with 22,000 other high school Lutheran youth from around the nation and some from other countries. And uh, it was, it was a phenomenal experience, but also our, our youth were just incredibly well behaved. Like they, they exemplified what, what living in Christ looks like because there were plenty around them that 
uh, sometimes even on our own bus that were tempting to, shall we say, not behave, but they, they didn't give, give in and actually tried to be good influences on the bus as well. So, I mean, yeah. I had to get on them once because on the last day, they were talking a little too loud on the bus. And that was it. And he got up and went, you be quiet right now. <laughs> I see. Sorry, I, I, didn't get I think maybe you're old now. Yeah. I know. If you have to <laughs> get yeah. up and say, you have don't to make me turn this bus around. <laughs> no, it, was, it was, we overnighted on the bus on the way back to Fremont. And so Oof. they were having great conversation, but it was like two in the morning. I'm like, just people other people are, are sleeping. <laughs> don't let me come back here. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a bad idea, overnighting on a bus, but it's better than yeah. getting stuck and sleeping in an airport. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, we true. did. That is true. Mm -hmm. Six years ago. Mm -hmm. And the, and the, the, theme of that is going to be discussed this week in Trinity the service, correct? Yes. Yes. We're we're doing a little bit of recognition and celebrating and the youth will get to share some of their experiences at all three services this weekend. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. So so I don't even have to like write a sermon. Mm -hmm. They got it. Yeah. And yeah. then I'll just come at the end and be like, yo, Jesus, Jesus. is in all <laughs> Jesus is in all things, yo. You're gonna say I drop just, a mic and walk off. You're gonna say just like that, please don't drop a mic. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, those are expensive. Paul doesn't Spanky. appreciate the micro. <laughs> I'll get a pillow and set it <laughs> set it on the... It only works if you get the feedback. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we haven't talked in like, I don't know. I went to New Hampshire. Yeah, I was going to say, Paul, you, you like left us for a little while. Wicked smart. Did you overnight bust that one? <laughs> no, we took a plane. <laughs> And it was um, it was one of those experiences now in the new flying of age. It's like, okay, if you want to fly somewhere, you must get up at butt crack of dawn and leave at five and then uh, somehow arrive at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> So while we, seeing two other airports on the way. Yeah. It's just like ridiculously. And then um, everything's packed and you feel like a Saturday next to it. And you're like, hey, what's up? And they're like, don't talk to me. I have a mask on. Yeah. Of course, you're like, okay. Okay. I don't People know. seem extra grumpy on planes. Ooh, because they, we, they stuck you in there like like a little. That's always been what it is. Though. Yeah. The planes did it's not get smaller. smaller. Yeah. No, the it's planes did smaller. not get smaller. <laughs> Um, we had a fun plane, but yeah. yeah. Stacy gave a guy food as as we were standing there because he was he was an angry elf. Um, you do not want this marine to be angry on this plane. That's what he said. Yeah, just like that. And just, I yeah. said, "Do you need a snack?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. He us, took it from me, you, and then later you, I'm like, "Why did I do that?" You should have given him a Snickers bar. Me. That's what I was thinking. If I had one, I would have. Yeah, here, they Bob. They were thick bars. Take the Snickers bar because <laughs> no one wants you on a plane when you're angry. Wow. He said nobody wants to make this marine angry. He didn't want anybody to sit by him. He was in an exit row and he did not want the flight attendant to put anybody next to him. Holy moly. It was the flight full? Well, yeah. so we got on late uh, because... They held the plane. They held the plane for us. Not <laughs> because we were late, but because our the next flight that we were supposed to be on was going to be delayed like three hours and then we were going to miss our connecting flight. So they put us on an earlier flight. Um, and um, so They so, held the plane for us. But then, yeah, they put us on in the exit row, but our kids were on the plane and so it was not legal for uh, us as they're sitting to as their adults and nobody to would row. switch and no one place. so it was not. so we but stood so there they're all just sitting there grumbling we're like yeah. anybody at any time could volunteer your seat yeah sit in the exit row right and you won't want to make this marine and angry and then there's grumpy guy and we're like, yeah. <laughs> you want a snickers sir? <laughs> now to be to be fair we were flying away from puerto vallarta and i would be sad i was sad flying away from there too so it was end of vacation just flying's an adventure these days yeah that's, that's amazing know. that's amazing 
people. You needed a snack. A snack. Yeah. Don't you know you reminded me that? of my hangry have children. A, have a granola bar. Yeah. Here. It was have, a fig bar. Oh, it was a fig bar. It's like have. an old person snack. <laughs> Here, old man. That's awesome. So yeah, we um you guys go on a vacation the last month? No, that was that was May. Oh, we didn't go Late anywhere, May, did early we? June. We did we, we had were, friends come to us. That yeah. Was and we had some friends come. Seminary friends last week and their four children. Seminary friends. Is that different seminary than seminary friends? It is because you like Paul. I don't have seminary friends. I feel like seminary people don't travel very often. So when they travel and you get to see them, it's even more fun. It's basically like (laughs) college friends, but instead of like all the guys, it's like families. So um, it's not just like my friend from college came and I got to hang up. I got to hang out with them, but it's like their family that we did everything with came. They had their babies while we were at seminary. Yeah. We sat there. Now they're all grown up. Wow. It was fun. Seminary friends. Seminary friends. When we were in Michigan, we were three hours away from them. And so we could meet. There's a place with a children's museum right smack dab in the middle of the... So we would meet every once in a while and go to this children's museum. But it's been since... Well, kids, been five years since we've seen, right? Yeah, we haven't seen them since. Six. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. This is, fin- this is fin- yeah. a phenomenal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but so that was good. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's, um, let's move on to our topic. Hebrews. Jesus time. What's that? Faith, right? Faith. Well, let's read Hebrews 1 through... 11. He- Hebrews 11. It's a bunch it's of a stuff. Long. What do you want to focus on? Uh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. oh, wait. He's not in this what, passage. What verses? Just read like one through three. One through three. I think. Just calm yourself. Okay. Do that. Now read all 40 verses while we're here. <laughs> I like that. I Please like don't that. do that. One through three is fine. Okay. Hebrews 11, one to three. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Dun, dun, dun. There you and go. then it goes on. So then it, then it, yeah, then it goes on and says, by faith, Abel did this. By faith, Enoch did this. By faith, Noah did this. By faith, Abraham did this. By faith, Sarah did this. By faith, let's go back to Abraham did this. So now read 39. 39, 40. These these people, right? These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, the Messiah, right? Yep. God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Only together with us? That's what it says. God had planned something better for us so that only together with with us would they be made perfect oh so in in the esv it's got the double negative so that apart from us they should not be made perfect yeah that's what i'm reading too okay NIV. Uh, i mean both okay both negative what both are a little confusing yes what they but say. the the point is there and it says it earlier um but like these people all of this was in faith because they never got to see what they were hoping for the old testament the old covenant was always pointing to a messiah pointing to a, a someone who would come um, to 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 uh, build the bridge in relationship between man and God, um, and so that's what it means by they they never saw it. Um, all of these were Old Testament characters that, that never got to see the fulfillment of that promise um, until they died, um, and so they they died in faith. But that faith was the assurance of things hoped for. Are you thinking verse thirteen? All these people yes. were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance and they admitted that they were aliens and strangers on earth. People who say such things show they're looking for a country of their own. So they were looking for a better country, a heavenly one. Yeah. Eyes on something bigger. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm trying to go back and forth back here. Back and forth, yeah. But, and it's so hard for you to read the NIV and me to have the ESV up because it's written so Can differently. Maybe bring my ESV. No, it's all right. Nah. Nah, we won't. We won't. It's a lot of work. This one I have underlined things. It's my cheat sheet. <laughs> so underlined over the years and I can say, oh, this was important. What did that yeah. say? <laughs> By the end of her life, the whole thing's underlined. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Turns out this book meant something to me. <laughs> At, at your funeral, we're looking through the what now? <laughs> what what verse did Grandma underline? Well, Pastor, Grandma underlined the entire Bible. <laughs> is, is, the, is they from North Dakota? Well, Pastor. Well, Pastor. <laughs> don't you know? Are they, we move into North Dakota. I don't know. <laughs> well, Pastors, don't you know that they read it all? Don't you know? Don't you know? <laughs> so, um, this is. The, I mean, this is this is an interesting chapter because it it's really just talks about all of those key people of faith um, and and. and how God worked through them. Like it talks about, you know, the promises that that God gave to them, but really this is like they believe. God asked them to do things, told them that there was a promise, there was something that that was coming in the future, um but never came but, in their life. But they never saw. It. Now they saw some pretty awesome things. I mean, Abraham was supposed to be the father of all nations and never had a kid until he was 100. And then saw a really, you know, then God worked a miracle in in he and his wife's life and yep then all of a sudden now the now the offspring's coming um and so you know noah hey dude build a boat in the middle of the desert um yeah just just go ahead and build it uh and so noah saw god fulfill that promise or you know that he was going to destroy the earth and and start over uh and then he saw the promise of the rainbow uh that that symbol of the rainbow that the, the promise that he would never again god would never again destroy the the earth like that with um with water um and so we see these people see bits and pieces of some of the promise, right? Abraham gets to a land that's promised to him. Then they leave it and, and are out of it for a while. But but he gets to see this this area that has been promised by God. Um, but as it said in verses you know 13 through 16, they weren't looking for just that homeland. They were looking for that new creation, right? Where they're, you know, as we started talking about at the beginning, place where they'll work the land, but it will be a land that flows with milk and honey um, without any work uh, a land where there's where they reap where they have not sown and where they you know where uh, where they're able to where they're la- animals that they haven't raised so that that's what that new that's and that's something that we're looking forward to also that we have faith that we would see okay so having a conversation with say an atheist who then goes how do you believe or have faith in something you don't see well that okay. that's the definition of faith but but is it so can you have faith faith I mean, I'm, being, I'm being completely yeah i know ar- you're I'm you, a, you're playing the advocate i have to because this is yep, what we do. that's how you it's how you do does faith exist if there's no evidence because the way that I read everything in the Bible there's evidence everywhere mm-hmm. but if you're not looking at that where does faith and then just general belief is it the same thing mm. is that so you're asking is is faith and belief are is that the same well, thing can there be faith if there's no evidence um and is that is that like where the, the it depends line? on what 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 exactly you're wanting for evidence well okay for example um go to Matthew 9 please do you even have verses even like Paul Paul's been itching to get back on the podcast. He's got <laughs> no Yes. It's uh it's when Jesus was say um healed the paralytic. The paralytic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just read that and because they're talking about the difference. Well, I mean you go ahead and read it and then we'll Yeah, Jesus heals paralytic. Jesus stepped into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Some men brought to him a paralytic lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blind. 
blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk, but so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, get up, take your mat, and go home. And the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God, who had given such authority to men. Okay, so the guy showed up because he wanted to be healed. Now, what Jesus said at that point was he didn't just heal him right off the bat. He right. just said, your sins are being, he did something better yeah, and something grander. Now, of course, the Pharisees, they were there, were going, whoa, whoa, what did you just do there? Yeah. And then he turns around and goes, which one is easier? To say, yeah. And of course, you can, anybody can go, oh, yeah, your friends are forgetting. But, yep. but actually have somebody get up and walk, because that right there is where the evident. Right. The physical but evidence. if you look before at um, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, take heart, your sins are forgiven. So nothing's yes. happened. Correct. They've got faith. Now, to be fair, Jesus has done miracles already in his in his time on earth. So they may have seen, you know, they may have had. The scuttlebutt has been happening. Yeah. Yes. Uh, even if they didn't see it themselves, there's some. What did you just say? I People said the are, scuttlebutt. The scuttlebutt? Yeah, it's a, yeah. I don't know if it's British. It's a, I don't know what that means. It means <laughs> the, uh, the chit-chat. The chit-chat. And the the murmuring. People are starting okay. to take the, notice. The rumors, the, okay. the talk. Yeah. It's the talk, of the, the talk of the town. The scuttlebutts. Okay, the scuttlebutt. Sorry. I thought <laughs> that's what you said, and I times. didn't know what that meant. <laughs> it's actually from the 60s. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Okay. Moving on, they well, had heard that Jesus was doing. Things. Well, see, that's the so thing. So they, they were they were, at that point. He came with faith because there was evidence that mm-hmm. things were happening. The scuttlebutt yeah. was happening, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just saying. I mean, this is not a big issue for me because right. there's been evidence and 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 there's yeah. all this stuff. Like for instance, um, like if you go to like John eleven fifteen, go to <laughs> I have I I told you I prepared today. John eleven thirty nine. <laughs> Jesus wept. 35. Excuse me. So sorry. On 11.35, Jesus wept. Only verse I can remember for sure. This is a short one. This is a short one. Was it 39? No. No. It was 11. uh, 15. 15. 15. 11.15. Ooh, wrong one. And for, so with Lazarus. Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I am glad I was not there so that you may believe. But let us go to him. So he's with the disciples. They hear that Lazarus is dead. They hear that Lazarus is sick. Jesus doesn't go right away, but he waits some time. And then he decides to go. But he already knows before they leave that he's dead. Yeah. And then... But he says, the reason it's good that I wasn't there there. so you may believe. So that you can see some of the evidence. Now go to uh, John 14, 29. Glad I brought my Bible. I know. I knew you would. usually do. All right. 1429. I have told you now before it happened, so that when it does happen, you will believe. Yeah. So, because not only did he do acts, but he also did some prophecy there because eventually he does these different things, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bringing all this up, not, not that we need to really, we already know that there's evidence to all this stuff. We just read Hebrews that talked about every little thing that ever happened, ever the hall of faith as, mm-hmm. as yeah. you know. Um, they had evidence and, and I would say, you know. All through yeah. all through the Torah and everything, there was evidence. There was, yeah. And so. I oh. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just, my question is, is because this is a general sentiment in today's world that we believe in a God with no evidence. Well, so yeah, uh, you're, yes, we just believe in this little fairy in the sky or this, whatever, this, this, this sky monkey. Sky, sky God. Sky um, monkey. Sky monkey. What? You just call God, you just call God sky monkey. I thought, I, <laughs> isn't that what, I think that's what, pe- there's people some say, sort of. Do people say that? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Go on. <laughs> Flying sky monkey or something like that. Or I, I don't remember what it's called. Um, 
There's a flying spaghetti monster. There, there maybe. That's what I'm <laughs> sure. That's what I'm thinking. Um, so all of that, you, you show Jesus said, hey, I'll do this because I want you to believe. It was good so that you could see, so you believe. But then we get to after Jesus is resurrection correct um john 20 29 yep i have it right okay down. so i was just I was making get, i was getting okay there. i'm getting there. um so then we go ahead and look, look it up we, we, we're gonna get there go ahead we didn't even plan this guys john 20 29 um so jesus you know this is when jesus has uh revealed himself to the disciples they're in the upper room it's locked he just pops in um and and he, he reveals himself to all except for thomas isn't there um and and they all go and tell you know at first the disciples didn't believe like they were hiding in a locked room because they didn't believe the women that had come and told him no he's alive um so jesus shows himself and says hey i'm here i'm really alive and they go Ooh, yes um just like that just like that oh there he is um but then they um thomas isn't there and so then they go and tell thomas and there's like yeah but i won't believe unless I see his hands and I see his side and I put my fingers and the hands in the holes. So then the next week, same thing. He pops in. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, so then the doors were locked. Jesus came and stood among them. Yes. And just says, peace be with you. Here's my, put your fingers in my hands, put your hand in my side. And then we get to John 20, 29. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Correct. Yep. Because the way that I look at it is throughout the whole entire time that the disciples were following him around he was I don't want to say food spoon speeding him but he was basically little evidence at a time basically going eventually you will I can't I, I believe Lacey has a new shirt designed to make uh, of food speeding <laughs> um <laughs> Spoon spoon feeding. Yep. (laughs) You said spoon speeding. And then you repeated it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yes, Jesus was spoon speeding them the entire time, um, and they still didn't get it. And it's not finally until he's like, okay, guys, like, rose from the dead, holes in me still, I'm alive. Correct. Oh. Yeah, but then they had to go out and they had to pass this message along by showing them these evidence and the prophecies that he did and, and all this other stuff. And so it was, I mean, these things are written in historical fact. It's not like they just yeah. kind of made it up. Yeah. Um, I believe it's to Josh McDowell that wrote the, there, there's a book. Um, basically, I, I think the title is Don't Check Your Brain at the Door. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I mean, this is not a new thing. This is not like a new age thing of now that millennials or Gen Z or whatever, uh, it, now they're the ones requiring proof. Um, and there, there's been this thought for a while from those outside of Christianity that that Christianity is just this blind faith yeah. where uh, you just kind of hope that you're going to get it right and you've got nothing to go on other than, you know, I, and I, we even sometimes inside the faith, we even, hey, you know what? Even if it's not true, it's it's fire insurance, right? Uh, it's it's eternal fire insurance. So you might as well just believe, you know, if we're wrong, you you miss out on a, some fun years in life. But if you're wrong, you, you're going to spend eternity in hell. Let's, let's ha- get your fire like that's an awful way to evangelize like just maybe maybe it's true yeah hope um, it is but <laughs> but there there even like there are some who are just like well this whole christian thing doesn't make any sense so because it doesn't make any sense um it can't be true it can't be true and then there are some who are like well i don't it doesn't make any sense i don't care i i don't know what's going on but i i don't want to go to hell so 
<laughs> I'll just kind of believe it. And there are those, I think even as sincere believers, there are times where we have that, like, this doesn't really make sense. And I don't know how to wrap my brain around this, but well, I still yeah. like. And that's, or, so but, that's the next level is it doesn't make, there are lots of stuff that doesn't make sense. But even the, even the disciples had that issue and they, yeah. they walked around with the guy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? And so it, part of it is like, God is God and I am man. I think there's a song that says that. Um, but like, it's not like, cause, cause we try and do this. We try and compare ourselves to like, like, oh, God and, you know, God to man is like man to dog. And, um, you know, like we, God is so I'm, much I'm different never. than us that it's not like you don't know do if that. we just spend a long time, then we'll finally be able to figure out your ways God's are not thinking. my ways. Yeah. Your, your thoughts are not my thoughts. And it's not just because he's that much smarter than us. It's because his whole thought process is different. It's different. Yeah. And, and I don't even think we can think like he thinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think in, in the new creation, like when we're new perfect bodies, I still, I still think there the were things I, I'm confident that there are going to be a lot of things that we still don't understand. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, don't care with God. Yay. Um, like, I, I don't think we'll be able to understand how God, how Jesus is fully God and fully man. I don't think we'll ever be able to understand that. So I, I think some of this confusion when, cause we, we, we talk about not understanding everything mm-hmm. and then they go, well, because you don't understand it, that means you must have blind faith mm-hmm. and yeah. we're sitting here going, well, no, no, we're basing it off of this. And that's yeah. really mm-hmm. the Bible, the word, the, the word. Yeah. And of course they can sit there and go, well, that doesn't really mean anything. Well, and I, you know? I, I think we as Christians have done a bad job. We, we have this idea that, that doubt is a condemning sin, that having any doubt at all or questioning any bit of the Bible shows that you don't actually have enough faith to be saved. So shush, you know, and, and that's, that's not healthy because it, it, that's not how our mind works. That doesn't mean that, you know, we shouldn't wrestle with our doubts, but instead of exploring genuine questions as people are trying to understand, we shout out, no, shush, shush. It's just faith, belief. God's got this shush. And and that doesn't help anybody. Well, the way I look at it is if, if say I'm a a kid, hi kid, kid. I'm a kid, (laughs) but I'm I'm at school and every day for my whole entire life, my mom has picked me up and today it's getting three 30. It's four o'clock. My mom hasn't there yet. But at that time I'm like, Oh no, she'll come and get me because she has demonstrated in the past that she has come and always been there. And maybe today, maybe the car died. Maybe uh, just assume I don't have a cell phone, Yeah, (laughs) but I'm just saying that there is this faith that my, my mom will be there to pick me up because she has demonstrated through evidence and her ability to be there in the past to show that she is able to do that. And I, I'm going to maybe switch that analogy a little bit because there is a chance that mom's not showing up that day. Correct. Um, but it doesn't make me go, well, she doesn't exist. No, but, (laughs) but, but maybe where I want to switch that a little bit is the sun rises every day without fail. S U N. Yeah. S U N the, the big, big ball in the sky. And Um, to the time that people predict it. Yeah. But there are many days where you don't see it. Cloudy. Many, what? Many days that I don't see the sunrise. Yeah, you've never seen the sunrise. <laughs> I have. Um, in Hawaii <laughs> one time. <laughs> yeah, uh, one time in Hawaii you saw the sunrise. Um, but yeah. like, the when... We don't, we don't see it rise either because we're usually doing a workout. You're, you're yeah, <laughs> but when the, like there are clouds, like there, there are times where you know the sun has risen, but you can't you see can't it. You can't see it because this... And, and you can't, you're like, oh, maybe. But even on those days, like you, you're still apparently supposed to wear sunscreen when it's cloudy out. I 
I think that's a silly thing. But apparently, apparently it's even worse. when you can't see it, it's still working. Um, the sunscreen? No, the sun. Like well, it's still <laughs> it's still sending its UV rays and heating the earth and burning my pasty, pasty children and yeah, wife. The, the only reason why the mom, the only reason why the mom analogy in my brain works better than the sun mm-hmm. is because there could be a conscious effort for my mom to go, I'm not picking up the kid anymore because I'm mad at him. Oh, yeah. Whereas the sun is just the sun. It You know, it's there. <laughs> it can't, it can't, it's an, it's an object that creates heat and light. It doesn't go, I'm mad at Pastor Gerber today. I'm not coming up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but to sit there and, 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 and know that my mom will either be there or not be there, but it's still there. I mean, she still exists. Gotcha. I, I, I see where you're going. You're, yeah. even if mom doesn't pick you up because, because principal called home and well, whatever. I, I can't imagine a mom doing that. But no. you know what I mean? But even, but she still exists. That's, that's the direction you were going. Gotcha. Yes. And I'm not going, well, now since she didn't pick me up today, there has been evidence, yep. which is what Hebrews 11 is essentially saying. There has been evidence and God has been existing and he's here and he's promised mm-hmm. these things. And no, I didn't get picked up today. It's still there. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think, and, and, and that's why when I, when I hear, um, you know, it's like, oh, you just had this blind faith. I'm like, do I though? No. I mean, I can, I can certainly see evidence of God's, I'm going to say manipulation. I mean, I guess just mm-hmm. his workings. His workings within yes. my life, I can see them. I mean, and and yes, I think what I think the big the big thing that went on John twenty twenty nine because I've thought about that verse too is like, oh, am I supposed to not see and then have bullet? I mean, what's well, and and that's where I would like in America we're very you know look at me centric, you know, like very egocentric. egocentric. Um, like you'll see people say will say yeah, yeah, um, but like, well, I don't see God working because I don't have the nice house or the nice car, which God told totally promised that we'll, we'd all have nice houses and nice cars. But like, sarcasm I don't, bond. yeah, there you go. Thanks. I don't see God working because my mom, my mom got sick and died when she was young or because I lost a child when I was young or when, when they were young or whatever. Um, I don't see. So obviously God's not working because I haven't seen it in my life. Now I will still say that, yes, you should be able to see it even with those struggles. However, you know, the Israelites, when they were looking at God working, it wasn't how has God worked in my life uh, because it was always the God of Jacob and of Ab- you know, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. It was the God of my fathers, the God who was very obviously working in the life of the people, not in the life of me. Uh, and so that's another thing that we just have to like, we can look and like like this chapter shows us, like the Old Testament shows us. Yes, I would have loved to live in Jesus's time and watch him heal that guy in Matthew chapter nine and walk him go watch him go from never walking to picking up his mat and walking along like I mean I've what what blows my mind in those sorts of things is like I'm Stacy's gonna have knee surgery later it's maybe like a six week recovery but she can walk fine right now but once she has the surgery then there's gonna be more recovery I've got some hip problems potentially surgery I can walk fine right now it's painful um it's actually more painful to sit but um I if I have surgery if that's the direction that we need to go it's a 16 week recovery two weeks without walking so I'll go from uh, uh, walking pained to having surgery to fix the problem to now I can't even put any weight on it for two weeks. And, and then we see Jesus like,
like, oh, you've never walked before in your life, so you have no muscles that, and your muscles have no clue what to do, go for it. Like, he doesn't just heal the problem, but like all of the results of the problem too. Um, I would have loved to see that. That's where I was going with it. I would have loved to see that. I would have loved to have been in Jesus' time and see that. Um, but I know it happened. Even though I didn't get to see it, it happened. Um, and even if like, if even if I were not able, like something happened in the surgery and I'm never able to walk again, well, does that mean Jesus didn't exist because well, and, and that, of my problems? And that could be where this verse is. I mean, he goes, blessed are those who have not seen and believed. We haven't yeah. seen. Yeah. We read. Yeah. But we have not seen. Well, that's who. And Hebrews 11. Same with them. They didn't see yeah. Jesus and miracles. But. Well, and sometimes there's going to be no amount of evidence that can convince someone. Uh, one of the parables that Jesus talks about this. Sorry, I don't have chapter and verse memorized written down. <laughs> I don't have that. Um, there's the parable of Lazarus and the rich man. And so the rich man, of course, is a rich man, lives very lavishly. Lazarus is a very. And Lazarus is a very poor man who lives at the gates of the rich man's house, lives off the scraps. They both they both pass away. Lazarus is in heaven, and the rich man is in hell. And in this in this story, uh, Lazarus and the rich man are, are talking back and forth. Uh, and the rich man goes, "Well, I don't want anyone to suffer like I am now. Uh, could raise one of the prophets back so that they could tell them what's going on, or even send me back. You know, that that I could tell them what's coming." And uh, through Lazarus, the Lazarus, I guess, character in the story, Jesus says, you know, even if that were to happen, they'd miss it. Like, we have all the evidence but, we need. Well, the cool, I, what I love about more. this is Jesus says, even if we're, if someone were to rise from the dead, they still wouldn't believe. And Jesus is just like, you know, just kind of, just, dude. just <laughs> FYI, that's me. It's going to be me. And there are still people who don't believe. A little bit of salt there. Yeah. A little, little, little uh, paprika. Dramatic irony would be the, um, the grammatical, the storytelling term there that the whole everyone in the audience knows what there's there's more behind that statement than than the characters themselves know i mean and and jesus and without the uh, literary irony of it jesus flat out tells the disciples at least three times yeah. before they head to jerusalem hey this is what's going to happen we're going to go to jerusalem i'm going to be arrested falsely accused beaten horribly and crucified but in three days i will rise again and sure enough all this is going down and when jesus is arrested uh one of them betrays him 10 run away and only one's there at the crucifixion and they're grieving him like he is gone like so jesus told them repeatedly what was going to happen and then they as it's going on they still forget exactly what was going to happen and it isn't until jesus comes back that they're like oh that's what he was talking about like even even with all the evidence they had even with jesus never failing in a prophecy or a promise they still had all the evidence and missed it as it was happening it's so if, if evidence if there we can get caught in the whole idea of i just had this one more piece of evidence then maybe it would be enough and faith does have to step in at, at some point because we're it's what we're certain of the things that we don't see well that's the comment that i'm trying to unravel because eventually you said if the evidence is not there then faith has to kick in where i'm making the definition that faith is the existence of evidence mm-hmm. so therefore if there is no evidence is it faith or is it just a general belief <clears throat> i think that's where you're going to get into just because everybody has their own definition of that word um a lot you know i've heard a lot of people say well atheists actually have more faith in what but it's just in that the faith of that all of this happened by chance um from from evolution or from yes but they're still getting their faith from a evidence evidence uh, yeah so if there's no evidence is it fit you see this is the crazy question now isn't it 
<laughs> That's why I did bad in philosophy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I, so, but the, so, and I'm just, I hear my professors at seminary, like just pounding this in. The faith isn't the important thing. It's where your faith is placed. Is it placed in a person who has risen from the dead or is it right? So, yeah. So I, I think, yeah, we could, you know, we could have faith in a lot of different things. Um, You're probably going to have faith in, I would assume that faith ha- is ba- bounded in some sort of evidence. Um, But, but I also think you get like that evidence could not, well, I'm just thinking, in Hastings is the national um, Hastings, Nebraska is the national. Uh, oh, what's the dude's name? Um, <laughs> the guy, the the big hairy dude that no Hag- one's ever seen. Hagrid. No, Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot. Yes, Hastings like has the national Bigfoot so- so- society. Um, okay, but like there's a lot of faith in Bigfoot. in Bigfoot. Of course, based on some some quote some unquote evidence. evidence, and that's what I mean. Like e- e- the evidence. Okay, here's the thing: is that we we have a faith that that Jesus will come again and we will be going into new creation, all that. Yep. Why do we have that? Because of the past evidence that's mm-hmm. happened before, and we're looking at because Jesus kept all the other promises, correct, and also yep. and all the other stuff that's happened in the Old Testament and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. And we can see and historically go, oh well, they did get conquered by Babylon. We can see that we know yep. we went to, to Egypt. You know, we we have that that the historical fact that happened and how they moved around. I mean, the Israelites, when I say they. Yep. Moved around and did all this stuff, and so based on all that, we're going. Oh well, that's the case. Then we have faith that this will happen, yeah. and that Jesus being and have faith that He is going to be a a advocate for us and be. I mean, that's the whole reason He came and all that. So we have a. So we have essentially we're like thieves, and that He is the judge, and He's like, I will pay your debt as long as you believe in me. Other than that, you have to pay your own debt, right? I mean, it's a simplified version. Of that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he, because he, he is the judge. Well, he's the father. You know what I mean. Yeah. And, and but he's saying, I'll pay your debt for you. Yeah. But only thing I need from you is your belief in me. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah, just don't and reject if, me. And yeah. if you reject me, then you have to pay your own debt. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. but we have faith in that. That that is actually going. That that is actually because that's what he said it was like. So therefore, we can go. We have faith that that is real because of these past evidences. Mm-hmm. Is that what we? Because right now, and of course, we haven't seen any of those things. We read about them, which is. Where John was it 29, 20, 29. I know I'm just yeah. I'm I'm going around in circles here, but I'm just yeah. So there's yeah there is this there all there are yes there are all of these evidences there are all these we we have the promises have been fulfilled have been kept and so we can extrapolate to say that the promises that haven't yet been fulfilled will be fulfilled. Mom, mom will pick me up. Yeah, mom will pick me up. Um, yeah. Funny quotes around that. Yeah, I, I know that I'm simplifying it. Yeah, but um, so we have those evidences. Um, but in case he said this too and, and I don't know how to kind of draw the line and that's not like there's not a evidence gets us this far and faith takes us the rest of the way um, but there there is stuff that, that doesn't seem possible that we just but, but again because of yeah, but we the, all seen, the other we've stuff seen impos- we've re- oh, seen yeah. we've read impossible things that has happened yes well, and some have seen even to well, this day some yeah. have seen yeah but I'm just saying we, we get that yeah. we read it and we go this is truth as impossible as it is Ezra yeah. who raised bones right 
right. dry bones. Okay. Yep. Um, and all these different stories. Yeah. Then, so therefore we go, oh, okay, well then, then I'm, the evidence gives me the faith that I'm talking about. I, I, I guess the, I guess the thing is, is that I don't feel like there is a blind faith. Wholeheartedly agree with you. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's the bottom line I'm trying to get to without yep. actually saying this. I'm just going to say it. I don't think there is a blind faith. I don't sit there and go, well, because Pastor Gerber told me so, I'm. <laughs> and maybe you know. it starts kind of that. I'm just thinking like for kids, for my, the beginning of my faith was hearing these things over and over and being taught this and but seeing, learning to look for that. So I think there was other people, a, though. right. So it was kind of a training. And if you don't grow up in that environment, so too, you're saying then you we're indoctrinated. Then. Way. Okay, I got you. In a way <laughs> it's it's confirmation, but it's also conformation. <laughs> Kidding. I you know I've heard it said yes, before that faith starts in the home. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> yep. familiar. You're right. Yeah. Well, I'm just I mean because we're talking about faith and and, and I'd like mm-hmm. you know it's completely different for Abraham to turn around and go what do you want me to do because mm-hmm. it's not like he had a book to follow yeah well and, you know, and the and, thing and, and Joseph he didn't, mm-hmm. it's not like he had a book to follow mm-hmm. the one that always gets me in Abraham is you know we we pick up on Abraham at an older age uh, but in God's specific instructions not only does he say you know you know leave your family to a land I will show you he also says leave your gods which implies that maybe Abraham was worshiping God but Abraham had also put his faith in other things too and I, I think it's very tempting for us as humans to you know we're looking for that holy fire insurance like and it's natural for us want to want to explain these phenomena that we can't explain because our world is still full of them but that's that's why this hall of faith in Hebrews exists to show you know, there is a track record of amazing men and women who lived out their life by this faith some of them died for it yeah because we know it's just a no that's that's what it comes down to so is that yeah is that blind are we dumb well that <laughs> yes um no um that's what like i i use uh this is a different word but the word hope um we use a lot uh in english language as just a wish like it would sure would be nice if this it would rain happen someday yeah it would, sure would be nice if it would rain someday um <laughs> But in, in biblical terms, the word hope is a sure and certain confidence. Like we would, I would never use that in that definition in, in our everyday in, in conversation, context, in any other context. But that I have hope that Jesus will return again. It's not a wish. It's a sure and certain confidence. And so hope and faith um, go hand in hand. Um, but yeah, yes, um, I don't think I would have, before this conversation, I don't think I would have been so, I don't think I would have agreed with your kind of ending line of faith. Faith almost necessitates evidence. Evidence, because um, I would say, well, now you're kind of forcing God's hand, but He's given us the evidence, so He's been doing it. He's, he's been doing it forever, yeah. um, and so I think as we've had this conversation, I've been it that that's changed my thoughts of it a little bit. So and maybe the thoughts of what is the evidence, evidence that yeah. we're looking. For. I don't need Jesus to come down and is give me a, a big bright light. Right well, yeah. correct. That's yeah. the, that's the thing, because that is really what it comes down to. Right. I, I'm not looking for the big right light going. Yeah. Paul, you, I, I'm here. Believe in me. Stop, <laughs> stop calling yourself Saul. And now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying he's that going to we're, spoon speed it we're, to you. We're yeah. reading what we call the Word of God, and we're going, wow. There's a lot of evidence in here that this existed. Mm-hmm. Now we can also collaborate those stories with historical facts. Yep. Which is, but I'm just saying, how many other religions can do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Truly go, okay, look at all this evidence on this side. Look at the historical facts that goes along with it, and actually be able to not contradict each other yeah. even though they will try and we are to be fair we're coming at this from correct 
our point of view, our eyes, uh, our, we're seeing this through Jesus' glasses. Um, you know, a Muslim's going to say the exact opposite. You know, a Muslim's going to say that, yeah, okay, we have the same God from Abraham, um, but but your Bible's corrupted in this Jesus. He was a good guy, but he was like, um, but that's that's how they're reading yeah. while, the evidence. Well, while actually uh, saying it's a, a biblical text, the Bible, yeah. and then contradicting it. So, I mean, we yep. can get into that conversation. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. So um, we, you know, we still, I, I still want to make sure that we, the Holy Spirit's a part of this conversation because the only way that we have that faith, it, it's not just, it's not just a courtroom te- and, and people have done this and that's great to be able to put the facts out there, but it's not just a, which has the most evidence. The, the Spirit plays a huge part in saying, opening our eyes. Yeah. The for for like for Paul, Saul, literally. the scales fall, literally falling off his eyes so that he could see, or for the uh, um, the the two who were on the road to Emmaus with Jesus after his resurrection, when when he broke the bread and all of a sudden their eyes were opened and they saw him and, and understood what he was teaching them. Um, so it's not just a set of can I get all of the right evidence and yep, it all points to Jesus, which it does. But the Spirit plays a huge part in us being able to see that yes, this is the right, the true evidence. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything else because that you you brought yeah. you look like you opened your Bible. You have something. No, I was just one of the verses you had me read earlier was about the Holy Spirit. So I was seeing if there was anything that really like drove that point home. But but no. Yeah. Well, it's just my father will come to him with the Spirit and we'll make our home with him and we'll teach him and confirm this faith that we began in you. Well, yeah. yeah um, and the same thing. I think I think the Holy Spirit what what really helps is is is, is the discernment of what's going on and 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 be able to look at these different evidences and and be able to. I mean, it's really just a, it's a teacher, it's a guide, it's a mentor, it's a. You know, but at the same time. A faith giver, yeah, yeah, but oh, that but that God. faith is coming from a point of oh, I guess I'm the spirit. Happy. So yeah. th- this is the, the the way that somebody when I was first kind of becoming Lutheran, um, somebody <laughs> said like um, covering your Lutheran, yeah, um, like if <laughs> he if held out for a little while, I did hold out for a little while, but like if the if the I became saved, is it like midnight? Um, a Lutheran would say, all right, the spirit opened my eyes at eleven fifty nine, and I became a Christian at midnight. While like a non denomination would say like i prayed the prayer became a christian at, at midnight and at 1201 then the spirit came into me so it, it, it's this where where's the spirit playing in this um and, and i wholly believe it's the oh. spirit that leads into faith you and i had this conversation on monday predestination yeah. versus yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah um but you I, were dancing with the spirit i was so. yeah <laughs> dancing with the spirit i, I wholeheartedly yeah. believe the spirit leads into the faith uh rather than and, and gives me the ability yeah, to then make it. that conscious decision rather than me make the conscious decision in the spirit being like oh finally all right now i can get to work but yeah. but that's a completely that's a very different that's topic and it's a very and, and we're already an hour in i have a feeling that would be another hour conversation you know what could ha- we could have this conversation starting september 18th at 9 15 on sunday mornings uh in the 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 faith foundation class uh, you, you're gonna i'm teaching it no no you're you're gonna play guitar at that point um yeah i'm always playing guitar yeah um <laughs> but that's that's like this conversation or some of the conversations that we're planning on having in that foundations class of just what do we believe? What do we believe about the Holy Spirit? What do we believe about it's gonna the be new a really creation? In-depth conversation. Uh, no, because my wife will be there to say, "Hey, hey, <gasps> knock it off and that. bring it down to our level." Yeah, right. And you dumb it down for me. Dumb please. it down for me. You only get maybe two Sundays to talk about the commandments. No, I only get one. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, what's well, what, I mean? That's an interesting conversation, though. And one day we need to we need to have a more in depth conversation here about that. About what the predestination versus choosing? Oh, yeah. We we know where the Lutherans stand on it, but what I is, don't know if everyone really fully understands where the Lutherans fall on it. But mm-hmm. um, well, the reason why I brought it up, and this is I'm going to completely. We were singing that song, Old, Old Church Chapel, on Old Sunday. Church Choir. Yeah, Choir. And in that, it says, "Once you choose it, you never lose it." And I'm I, and, and and for some reason that day when I read and I sang that, I'm not sure it if you. you. Well, it did. I was like, huh. <laughs> That's the Holy Spirit in you, Paul. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh. Yeah, like and like I told you, like there's ways to work around it, but no, probably it's not it's not very it's Lutheran not. Yeah. song. Yes. Um so I mean I don't I mean, nobody's come up to me and say, Don't ever play that song again. Yeah. I have had a couple people mention that point and I'm like, Yeah, you're right, but let's look at the bigger picture. Yeah, and I'm and I I but yeah, on Sunday I was like, huh. And now you're gonna think now, and now he's gonna change the words to it and <laughs> well, and then which is illegal or whatever. I don't yeah, know how either that or you know that's no, not a little illegal but <laughs> it, it, it will it, it will give me second thoughts on whether or not i ever use the song again yeah i mean i like the song but that was the point of the foundations class right it's like okay we say yeah we're we're at this church we want to be a, we're a member at a lutheran church what does that even mean what makes us different from a different denomination or yeah. what is what makes me a christian yeah. or what or what, like, what what do we, we believe even, about yeah. my dog dying it's not just okay i'm gonna accept this and i'll just go along with but yeah it's, the only thing about this like and 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 i sure that there will be Lutherans that will argue against this with me but I feel like that point is is it's an interesting philosophical conversation but at the end of the day it's not going to ruin my faith with, with Jesus and all that whether you choose for straight well I mean I guess at this, at this moment in time I'm not sure if it matters no matter what if you're making because you actually do have like there's a cognitive thing that happens in your brain when you're like huh I think I'm going to follow that Jesus guy like something happens in your brain so whether right whether or not and I believe the spirit leads that but whether or not the spirit leads that or you do that and the spirit fills you you got the spirit and you're making conscious decisions to follow jesus that's what i'm saying yep yeah. let's well, go and we, let's do and it we can have a philosophical conversation about whatever right but if you're if you if you're sitting there going well i believe in predestination therefore these all these people need to be damned to hell that don't yeah i have a serious issue with that yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> and so it's just like and it's a it's a fine line because what you believe matters um and you want to believe what you want to believe true Correct. But to the point where like um, they trust Jesus, but they do it a little differently. They're going to hell. And again, that's again, we can have the philosophical discussion of orthodoxy, heterodoxy and heresy. And heterodoxy just literally means other teaching. It's probably not 100% right, but I would argue and you're going to take my Lutheran card away from this. I would argue that every denomination has some heterodoxy in it. Of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, Um, I'm going as far. You say, of course, but there are others who would say, no, no, there will only be one. Lutherans in heaven. There will only be Catholics in heaven. There will only be Baptists in heaven. There will only be me in heaven because I'm the only one that got it right. Like, <laughs> well, and I keep on going. Me and Jesus. I keep on going back to, and I didn't write this. This is completely off. Yeah, we're really, but let's. Yeah, um, we keep on talking. We haven't been here in a while, so we have to. Get <laughs> I know. I'm making up to you. You had the whole conversation about whether or not, um, and I, I wish I remember the, the, the verse because I can bring it up. Um, that you have, I guess, because at the time people were going. They had the Jewish and they had the Gentiles and the Jewish people going, well, 
if you don't eat this certain way, then you're not really Christian well, or in such a way. Yeah. And, there, yeah. and, and then Paul going, no. And, and, and essentially he said, though, because you might believe one way and you have the weak faith. I think he said something like weak, the weaker weak, brother, weaker brother and yeah. stronger. And it, but the stronger brother who doesn't really believe all that. And he doesn't have because right now it, all that stuff. Doesn't His conscience is not bothered by eating um, in this in this specific instance. The stronger brother is the one whose conscience is not bothered by eating food sacrificed for titles because it's it's food it's not and it's anymore. not. Yeah. Yeah. But the weak one does. Yeah. And, but but then Paul actually puts more emphasis on the strong brother going, but don't do it in front of the other guy. Yeah. Don't mess with the other guy's faith. Correct. Yeah. I mean, so it's the more emphasis is actually on the strong brother. I guess they call it brother. I was thinking yeah. strong faith person versus weak faith person. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Because we could have the same conversation about tattoos. We could have the same conversation on this alcohol. Yes. King swearing. Yep. Whatever. Yes. And so you sit there and go, but strong faith or strong brother. It doesn't mean that you go, well, I don't believe that. I believe that tattoos don't matter, whatever. But this one over here doesn't mean that I'm going to go, well, then I'm going to take my shirt off and look at all the tattoos I have. Jerk. You know, it's just mm-hmm. yeah. as a stronger brother, we're supposed to be like, okay, well, then I won't. Because essentially he was trying to create that unity between everybody. Yeah. Right. And and he's sitting there going, so people of strong faith, knock it off. Yeah. Stop using your freedom in Christ to make others feel bad about their where they're at in their faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of it's because that's the tradition that they grew up in. The self-righteousness. Uh, yeah. But uh, but I think it could be, you know, we, we're, real, we're not going to go there now, but like even in terms of <laughs> worship styles, mm-hmm. I mean that, and I'm not going to say one worship style is the stronger brother, like, no. because. But how do you know that? Right. You know. And it's the one who says the stronger brother um, is going to be the one who says worship Jesus. Yeah. No, don't let me. Don't let. Do, but, but if, you know, if, if the, uh, if the only way that you can worship Jesus is through chanting and hymns and smells and bells, I'm right there with you. If the only way you can worship Jesus is, is, is happy clappy, I'm right there with you. Um, but if, yeah, so, well, whatever. yeah, there's all the different debates. Yes. And, and because, I mean, you, you can go as far as like, well, they're judging me based on my worship style, let's just say, whereas, you know, cause we sit there and go, well, we shouldn't be judging. I, I, and you can, you can correct me, but I was like, as a Christian brother, if you're going down the wrong path, then I sure hope that you, that I should be judging you at that point, brother. Hey, listen, what you're doing right now is taking you down a dark path. Mm-hmm. You don't go, you know, and the only way to really do that would be to judge the lifestyle, whatever's going on at that yeah. point. As long as they're, I mean, if they're a brother yeah. mm-hmm. in that. Well, and the way that Jesus uses judging is really like condemning, condemning like, oh, because you did this, you're going to hell and I get to make that decision. Um, yeah, if if you've got a brother that is going down the wrong path, you are absolutely not not just encouraged, commanded mm-hmm. to bring him back. Man, we're and going all over the place in this well, I know. Well, and I mean, on top, you know, we look at it as not, do not judge, but actually it's closer to Jesus doesn't say necessarily do not judge. He says by the same standard you judge is how you will be judged. So correct. So that's that's one of the misconceptions about that. But I mean, it's it's like a I look at it as as like a lifeguard by a pool. If you see someone drowning, you can't just go, oh, oh man, if they just swam a little harder, you know. Well, you, and, and you, you do jump in. Yeah. Well, the only reason I bring that up is because we're talking about weak brother, strong brother, and there's there is a certain thing, okay, we're not going to eat that food or whatever. But there is a difference between going, well, I don't need to believe in the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just right. like, well, well, he's a weak brother. I don't need to confront him about that kind of thing. Right. Is that, or that's the that's where I'm getting the connection. Kind of where we're at, right? Like, I don't need the church. Correct. I just, just me and Jesus. Um, or I can... And missing the whole point of what the church is. Right. Yeah. Uh, because Jesus, like, it is all, this whole faith thing is a community, yeah. um, family. And if you don't go to church, then you are not only um, neglecting your 
yourself of their gifts, you're also not allowing your gifts to be used in the church. Yeah. And so it's not just a well, my alone time with Jesus. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I need. Yep. You know. Though though it's because there that's is, important. I mean, we're but. talking about this thing in the world, and there's a, there is a belief that it's like oh, I only I can only be with God if I go down the church. What did what did George Carlin say one day? Is like I got to go to church, and they owe me, and I owe them money. You know. <laughs> You know, and so, um, I mean, I guess there's that whole mentality of I can only be in God's presence when I'm in the building. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's not really the point. That's That to no. me is somebody who doesn't understand Christianity. Right. So there's that side. And then there's the flip side of I don't need the church because I can, I can be with God out on the golf course. Okay, yes. But here in this place where we worship is where God promises to, to be and to provide his forgiveness and the sacraments and his word. Uh, and so you need that. And you need the time in God's good creation on the golf course with him <laughs> I, I usually don't feel more holy when i get off the golf course just because my more, ball goes everywhere more, and i get frustrated you put more holes yeah into i the do ground and- um but we need time in god's good creation um we need time in his word on our own we need time in his word with our family that doesn't have to be and actually it's better i shouldn't say that's not only happening in the church service one hour a week that should be happening in the car yeah i mean deuteronomy 6 that's what you know, i was thinking on, you should you should hide as God's word go. look, as you go on on your way as you get as you lay down as you rise up as you sit and as you walk along the path. It's um, your lifestyle. It's not a box. It's, it's your identity. Yeah. Oh, we use the word identity. Shall we? Here's another. Should I hour. throw in vocation <laughs> as well? Just throw the word vocation in and a lot of big topics today, guys. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. maybe we should have pu- pew talk more than once <laughs> a <laughs> once every six weeks well, or something like what that. What was what's kind of funny to me is uh, before this. Uh, we gathered together for dinner and we're getting ready to come down here and we're like, what will we talk about? There's not much to talk about. We might just catch up with each other. No. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I did say, no. Paul I said something. he had questions. Paul, yeah, Paul's like, no, I got notes, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think it's it's been an hour, 15 minutes. I think yeah. we can probably wrap this up. No. So <laughs> I'll let you guys do what you do. All right. Stacy, did you want to close us in prayer today? Yes. <laughs> I would love to. I'm trying not to say no to Pring, so. <laughs> <sighs> Is this a struggle that you're having? <laughs> Do we need to talk about it on no, live on air? <laughs> I just, I think one of our Christian culture thing, like that I personally am trying to work on is that like, well, who wants to pray? Oh, I don't, I don't. Like prayer is a privilege, right? And prayer, prayer is a big important thing. So I try and say yes, even when I don't know what I'm going to say, but that's just. Start you know, with dear Jesus. <laughs> see where it goes. Dear Jesus, thank you. That's my start right there. There you go. We'll just see where it goes. But. All right. <laughs> dear Lord, I thank you for this time together again tonight, Lord, to bring us back together um, to have this philosophical conversation, Lord, and um, we know that you are in our midst, and we thank you for the faith that you have worked in all of our lives and in so many others. Thank you for the faithful who uh, we read about in Hebrews 11, who are a model for us, and also um, just a reminder of how much you are working, and you were working in the past, and you are working now, and you will continue to work in the future, Lord, and I just ask that you would be that firm anchor um, in our hearts and our minds of faith that um, when we feel ourselves wavering, we would look back to your word. We'd be reminded of who you are and that you would strengthen that faith in us continually. We look forward to the day where Jesus returns and that we are in your presence and we understand more, Lord, and we are with you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So next week. Next week. Or another six weeks. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) 
we'll keep y'all on, our, on your toes. First day of school. Yeah, next week is is the night before school starts. So, oh man, what well, we we talk about in all things? Dot dot dot. Is there a dot dot dot? Right. Sure. Yep. Well, I mean, yep. We'll hear what the youth say. Yeah, we'll hear the. Oh, we could play that song. Yeah. It's a horrible song. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Am I being judgmental? Yes, it's horrible. <laughs> Judge not. No. Um, Judge not music. But I guess my my just my uh, as we wrap all this up, my encouragement is you know faith is as Paul you know as Paul kind of helped us work our way towards faith is based in evidence. Um, it, ev- evidence is required, and so read. <laughs> Like it, you if that on purpose, if you? you're struggling with faith, <laughs> sorry, maybe my encouragement is to look back at the evidence, not necessarily just in your life, but look back at God's word and see the promises that He has kept for His people as a whole. Um, we're starting up some new Bible classes in the future. Um, if you got a little zero to three year old, mm-hmm. Casey, you want to? Absolutely. So we've been blessed here at Trinity uh, to have Lori Bierman come on, uh, heading up our children's ministry, and she is starting this awesome new program called Toddling to Jesus for parents and kids zero to three years old so that you can learn how do you start those faith conversations? How do you begin talking about Jesus, someone who's also just learning how to speak English and live on this planet for the first time? Yeah. And it's I, I'm thrilled about it. We'll also have our Sunday school firing back up. We'll have uh, different classes for different ages uh, all firing up again. I'm, I'm excited. The Toddling to Jesus first class is August 21st, by the way. And just with that one, um, if you're like, well, I don't really want to teach my three-month-old how to talk about Jesus, one of the other huge points of that class is, or that that time is parents that are in the same stage of life getting to gather together and connection connect with each other. Because I know a lot of times moms... When they're when they first have a kid, can feel very isolated um, and not know who to talk, ask weird questions to. This is a great place to come ask the weird questions that you don't know who you can ask. <laughs> of course, toddling to Jesus. I was in my head. I kind of thought waddling to Jesus, and I was thinking, "Whoa!" And we'll meet at the Golden Corral. No, <laughs> no, the villagin. Oh, the villagin. The villagin. All right, we do okay? it. Yeah, I'm good. You good? I'm good. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us this week. We pray that the Holy Spirit has used this time to focus you in on the one thing that you can practice this week as you live out your faith in your family and in your community. If you found this helpful, feel free to share it with a friend. If you would like to support the work that God is doing through Trinity Fremont, you can text a donation to 1-844-353-5782 or you can give online at www.trinityfremont.com slash donate.